0: Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Tell your smart device play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Well, the season is almost upon us, literally. Real Major League Baseball is on the schedule tomorrow. It seems like this freight train is going to push forward. So I figured today would be time to take stock of any injuries and take a trip around the majors looking at win totals via Odds Shark. Maybe find some values in the overs and the unders. Start with the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, staff ace John Means, and you know that says something about your team when your staff ace is John Means. Uh, he's dealing with arm fatigue. This is how uh, the Orioles end up with Tommy Malone as their opening day starter. Not a great sign. Uh, at the same time, uh, their win total is 21 and a half, which, <laughs> as bad as the Orioles have been, that does seem like an achievable number. Uh, I don't love it. Um, because the Orioles have shown that they can be uh, plenty terrible. But uh, if, if I have to take uh, over or under on 21 and a half, I will tilt towards the over. Uh, then the Boston Red Sox. Um, Colin McHugh, who I had kind of some hopes as a bit of a dark horse uh, in his uh, bid to pitch for the Red Sox this season uh, in the rotation, he opted out of the season uh, not feeling comfortable with his recovery from elbow surgery. And staff ace Eduardo Rodriguez is still recovering uh, from the coronavirus. So this is not a great sign for the Red Sox because their pitching was already a real problem area. You know, you can look at that lineup and think that they could be respectable. uh, But I think when you start looking through the pitching staff, it gets troubling in a hurry. And uh, their number is 31 and a half. Uh, I'm taking the under. And, you know, it's it's been a while since you've been... Uh, looking at the Boston Red Sox, thinking they would struggle like this, but I, I think this could be a real tough season for them. Uh, all right, next up, Chicago White Sox. Uh, top prospect, uh, pitching prospect Michael Kopech opted out, but that's okay. They they actually have enough depth um, at least to run a five man rotation. Gio Gonzalez, crafty veteran lefty, uh, 34 years old, he should be able to uh, fill that hole in the fifth spot uh, that you know Kopech might have had uh, a shot at if he wanted it. Uh, and uh, Nomar Mazzara coming over from the Texas Rangers does appear that he's going to open the season on the injured list, uh, which means Adam Engel uh, is most likely to fill in in right field, but Eng- Engel isn't uh, much of a factor offensively. Nevertheless, the White Sox made a ton of offseason moves and uh, have some exciting young talent on the team uh, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert. They should be really good, and uh, their number's 31 and a half, and I'll take the over. I like what the White Sox have done, staying in the American League Central. Cleveland Indians don't have a lot of uh, lingering issues. Delano DeShields uh, is still recovering from the coronavirus, uh, but he's you know just sort of in the rotation among the outfielders. He's not a uh, an everyday starter to begin with. Uh, and now the number is 32 on Cleveland. I don't love an over, but uh, you know forced to choose one way or the other. Um, the Indians have been. Consistently successful in, in recent seasons, so I would uh, I would lean towards the over with them. Uh, the Detroit Tigers, uh, who have been consistently unsuccessful in, in recent seasons. Uh, veteran pitcher Jordan Zimmerman starts on uh, the injured list. Uh, though they do get a bit of good news that uh, Michael Fulmer, um, who's had some uh, arm problems in the past couple of seasons, he looks like he's going to be able to get some Uh, starts in that Tigers rotation now who knows how effective he'll be given the time he's missed but given given the opportunity uh, Fulmer could you know make make a difference for the Tigers and and we're talking a a small d difference because uh, the Tigers are not going to be a a good team uh, as you might guess with a number of 21 and a half you know I, I I don't like the Tigers much at all this season but I also don't like a number at like 21 and a half so if I had to pick I would I would pick over all right, the Houston Astros. They've got some bullpen uncertainty right now. Don't know if Roberto Osuna will be ready to start the year. Same with Brad Peacock. Uh, veteran Joe Smith opted out. Uh, nevertheless, I think the Astros' lineup is is still devastating. Uh, and uh, if we can make the assumption that, that trash cans aren't the, the reason for all their success, uh, I still like them over 35 uh, wins during this shortened season. Uh, uh, in the American League Central, Kansas City Royals. Uh, they're, they're starting the season already with two pitchers, two starting pitchers uh, on the injured list, Brad Keller and Jacob Junis. Uh, and their number is 24 and a half. Uh, I give them a slight over and, and really the over would be dependent on, on Keller and, uh, and Junis getting back into the rotation and, and able to help um, this Royals team. Because for the most part, their pitching looks like a real problem. Uh, and, you know, that's why they have low expectations. But uh, if I had to choose, I would choose that they, uh, the Royals might exceed those expectations by a little bit. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels. Julio Tehran, uh, recovering from the coronavirus, but he is back uh, working out now. Uh, I don't know whether that means he'll be ready in time for his first start uh, in the first turn through the rotation. Uh, but the Angels do have uh, other options. Jaime Barria and Matt Andresi. Uh, Are available to fill in, Uh, and the Angels should be a a much improved team. Uh, I guess they've got news too that Anthony Rendon. They don't know whether he's going to be ready, and that that's a pretty big deal. You know, Rendon had uh, such an awesome year for Washington last year that uh, he's got to be a big part of what the Angels do this year. Uh, Their numbers 32. I'm, you know, waffling on it a bit, and I I suppose I'm taking the under, but uh, I, I won't argue too too hard in that direction because I could see um, that if Rendon is, is healthy and has a good season and uh, Otani uh, contributes uh, both on the mound and at the plate and Mike Trout continues to be Mike Trout, the Angels could turn things around from where they were last year. All right, the Minnesota Twins. Williams Astadio, catcher, tested positive for the coronavirus, They've got Byron Buxton, their center fielder, and starting pitcher Jake Odorizzi are day-to-day right now, uh, but both could be ready for the start of the season. I like the Twins quite a bit, and although they're, they're in uh, at least a top-heavy competitive uh, American League Central, I do think that they can, um, they can be the best team in, the, in that uh, division. And so I, I'm going over 34.5 uh, for the Minnesota Twins. Now let's move it to the New York Yankees. Uh, Masahiro Tanaka is working his way back from a concussion after uh, Giancarlo Stanton uh, hit a line drive off his head. That's, that'll slow you down uh, at the best of times, but it, it does appear Tanaka is making progress. He's been, he's been throwing uh, since then, so let's hope that that kind of continues in a positive vein and, and that he can uh, get back in the rotation relatively soon. Closer, Araldus Chapman, a positive for the coronavirus. And so he's probably not going to be ready for the opener. Uh, Zach Britton did lots of closing for the Orioles in the past. Uh will get uh, the opportunities to close uh, while Chapman is sidelined. Uh, pitcher Domingo Herman left a, a cryptic note on Instagram about leaving baseball. He probably doesn't make a huge difference in, in uh, the Yankees universe, to what they do this season, unless there were some injuries. Uh, but all in all, I think, the, you know, the Yankees have this high upside. They have, you know, some superstar players that could really uh, mash in a 60-game season. If it's, uh, you know, Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton, um, they, they would be the ones to stand out. But Gleiber um, Torres and DJ LeMahieu, they've got the bats. Um, but I think there, there's all kinds of risk uh, involved with uh, plenty of these guys on the Yankees. And so I'm forced to choose on a number like 37 and a half, which is a a pretty lofty total. Uh, I'll, I'll tilt towards the under, uh, and I think also some of that is because they're going to have to play against the National League East, and the National League East is uh, a pretty solid division. So uh, just something to keep in mind, uh, because I do think the Yankees are, are pretty comfortably uh, the best team in the American League East. Uh, okay, the Oakland A's. Uh, A.J. Puck, uh, young pitcher, will start the season on the A. Injured list with a, a shoulder injury, he got a cortisone shot, and they're going to uh, check back in in a couple of weeks to see, um, you know, how, how he's feeling and whether he can uh, throw. But, you know, who knows how long he's going to miss. Uh, Daniel Mangdon uh, will fill in. Uh, they've also got Jesus Luzardo, um, the young pitcher who, who should be on his uh, way back um, into the rotation. Uh, but if not, if he can't go, Chris Bassett uh, will get an, another shot uh, at the ro- A's rotation. So uh, overall, uh, the A's are actually decently uh, set up to handle uh, some of these uh, injuries early on, and their number is 33 and a half. I'm taking a slight under on that. Uh, not that I don't, you know, think they could go over it. Certainly they could, uh, but I'm. Uh, I just have a, a few doubts about uh, some of the guys in in that rotation and and whether they're going to be able to kind of live up to, to the potential uh, that they might have long-term. All right, uh, the Seattle Mariners, as we stay in the American League West. Uh, the supposed closer, uh, Yoshihisa Hirano, uh, he's recovering from the coronavirus, so it uh, looks like Matt McGill uh, could be the leading candidate to get saves there right out, right out of the gate. Uh, and with Mitch Hanager, um out long-term, in the outfield, it looks like Jake Fraley is going to take over in left field. Uh, Fraley's not really relevant for fantasy owners. It doesn't hit enough. Uh, and the number for the Mariners is 25. Uh, right now, I'm liking the under. Uh, I, I don't like Seattle's team much uh, right now. And they've got a, a daunting division to play in. That American League West uh, is pretty talented. And, and so I, I think Seattle might, might uh, experience some hard going this year about as far away as you can get from Seattle in the American League is the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, outfielder Austin Meadows, uh, their star outfielder, may not be ready for the start of the season after testing positive for the coronavirus. <laughs> Just going through this, I starting to uh, look kind of ugly when you hear how many of these guys uh, have tested positive already, and, and we haven't even begun the season. So hopefully we can find a way through it, but if Meadows is uh, not ready to start the season, uh, Manuel Margot should should be able to play in his place. Uh, the number for the Rays is uh, 34. I'm kind of waffling on that, and and so I'm, I guess I'll take a, a slight under. Uh, the Texas Rangers uh, moving into a new ballpark and don't have any uh, real significant injuries uh, at the moment. Uh, I think that they're you know they've bolstered their pitching staff enough uh, that. You can look at their, their number of 29.5 and, and, and slide that towards the over. Um, they could at least be a 500 team. Um, I don't know that they'll necessarily be better than that, but uh, I think uh, they should be much more competitive. Uh, all right, the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> and, and as I say Toronto Blue Jays, they are the homeless Blue Jays at the moment. As I record this, they still haven't received approval to, uh, to play their home games in Pittsburgh. Uh, they've talked... About doing it uh, at Camden Yards in Baltimore, uh, if if the Pittsburgh thing can't work out, and if that doesn't happen, they might uh, have to resort to playing at their Triple A stadium in Buffalo. Uh, and I, I understand there are uh, logistical uh, issues uh, in the stadium in Buffalo, but uh, it would make a lot of sense, frankly, for uh, the Blue Jays to play in in that stadium. Like uh, you're not going to have fans anyway, so. But I guess, you know, it doesn't have the comforts of a major league stadium either. And, and so that, that appears to be something that they're trying to figure out. Uh, and it does seem that uh, Toronto, you know, didn't necessarily have a plan B or C lined up uh, the way they should have coming out of the uh, summer camp. But anyway, uh, along with the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, they have an oblique injury to starting pitcher Chase Anderson. Uh, and for the time being, that opens the door for Ryan Barucki to uh, hold the fifth starter's job or at least keep it warm until uh, the Blue Jays give Nate Pearson uh, the spot. I mean, Pearson is probably going to be the ace of the Blue Jays' staff uh, in short order, but, I mean, he just has stuff that is better than uh, anyone else they've got. So um, we'll we'll see how, how long uh, they hold off there, but uh, certainly that Anderson, Ch- a Chase Anderson injury does uh, make it, I guess, a little easier uh, if Nate Pearson is going to come up uh, quickly and, and be a part of that Blue Jays rotation. Anyway, the number on the Blue Jays is 28. Uh, I'm leaning towards the over. Uh, I think they have a lot of talented young bats, and, and not all of them have to take a leap forward this season, but uh, between Vladimir Guerrero and Kevin Biggio and Bo Bichette and Lourdes Gurriel Jr., and there are enough guys there that uh, if a few of them uh, continue uh, you know, and and have a breakthrough season in in 2020 in this shortened season, then they have a chance to be uh, a winning team and certainly more competitive uh, than they've been the past few seasons. Our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. They have a wide selection of tinctures, gummies, topicals, capsules, and sleep aids. They even have pet products. To make it even easier, CBDMD is also offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. You can find them at cbdmd.com, that's cbdmd.com, and add some mellow to your life. Okay, we'll continue our trip around the major leagues, uh, looking at kind of some injury uh, status as we head into the start of the regular season, along with... Uh, over and unders, win totals from Odds Shark, and uh, see if we can find some value. So in the National League, we start with the Arizona Diamondbacks. No major injuries. Uh, veteran pitcher Mike Leake opted out of uh, this season, but uh, the Diamondbacks are in reasonable shape to to handle that. Merrill Kelly uh, should be the one who who sticks in the rotation uh, when he might not have uh, had Leake been pitching. But they're in they're in decent shape uh, and. Their number is 31 and a half. I think you can take the over on on the Diamondbacks there. They're, you know, maybe they're not, uh, you know, way over 31 and a half. I don't. I think uh, a lot of these numbers seem like they're really compacted close together, and this is what you get in a 60 game season. Uh, but I, I think the Diamondbacks over 31 and a half is is a good one. The Atlanta Braves, their star first baseman Freddie Freeman is returning uh, from uh, the coronavirus. Uh, and you know, it seemed to, to knock him on his butt uh, for a while, and he, he has talked about how, how much it affected him. So uh, hopefully for, for his sake, back to full strength soon and can contribute. And obviously for the Braves' sake, uh, they need Freeman to uh, be at his best and contribute. It also appears Cole Hamels, uh, the veteran left-hander, isn't going to be ready to start the season uh, due to a tricep injury. Uh, it'll give Sean Newcomb uh, another shot in the Atlanta rotation. I think you know Hamels has a chance to be kind of a, a nice depth addition for that Atlanta uh, rotation. Uh, I don't know whether Newcomb uh, really fills that that hole, but we're talking. I think the, the hope at least for Atlanta is that it's a short-term thing. Uh, their number is 34, uh, and I'm I'm sliding towards the under I, for whatever reason. I'm a little bit down on Atlanta relative to uh, expectations. Not that I think they're going to be. Terrible by any means, but I also think that uh, their division's not easy. Uh, On to the Chicago Cubs. Uh, first baseman Anthony Rizzo is recovering from a back injury. Uh, left-handed starter Jose Quintana is making progress in his return from a thumb injury, but he could he could miss some starts. If he does, it looks like Alec Mills may get starts Well, uh, if Quintana's out. Uh, that's, not, uh, that's obviously not great for the Cubs, but uh, if they can get Rizzo back, uh, they do have enough uh, depth in their lineup and, that they should be able to stay competitive and, and really battle for the uh, National League Central. Their number is 32. Uh, I'm going to take an over on that. I would say I don't love it because the the Cubs lineup, you know, as much as I like uh, some of their the depth that they have, there are also some question marks, and I think you've got to uh, at least temper the enthusiasm because the, the Cubs you know, for a while have been a real top contending team. And then they kind of slipped last season and we have to find out whether this season they continue to slip or, or they, uh, reverse form, uh, get back to being uh, one of the top teams in baseball. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds team that probably the Cubs are going to battle, uh, at the top of the, uh, National League Central, uh, reliever Michael Lorenzen is dealing with some forearm pain right now, but they don't have uh, a lot of key injuries, uh, their number is 31 and a half. I like the Reds a lot, um, and so I'm taking over uh, 31 and a half. Uh, and, you know, by no means is this a sure thing, but I think their uh, their rotation uh, gives them a chance to be competitive basically every game. You know, the the Reds the Reds have not been particularly competitive, so the, the, suddenly they look like they have a team that uh, not only can be competitive uh, but might be able to win the National League Central. Uh, the Colorado Rockies. Uh Ian Desmond uh, opted out of playing this season and their star outfielder, Charlie Blackman, is recovering uh, from the coronavirus. So uh, those are uh, you know a couple of factors to consider, but uh, for the most part, it looks like you know Blackman should be back and, and the Rockies do have other options uh, with Desmond out. Uh, you know, Someone like Rymel Tapia could, could get more uh, reps in the outfield. Uh, and the number for the Rockies, 27 and a half, seems achievable. So I, I take an over on Colorado 27 and a half. All right, staying in the National League West, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, no significant injuries uh, heading into the season. They did send uh, top prospect Gavin Lux to the minors. Uh, so it looks like Chris Taylor uh, is more likely to get uh, regular playing time at second base. And so Taylor, you know, might sneak his way into some fantasy value there because, you know, he's going to be playing in, in part of a uh, Power-packed Dodgers lineup and just regular playing time. Uh, Taylor has has had some moments in the past where he's looked pretty good. And now, having said all that, uh, the number is 37.5 for the Dodgers, and that to me is a big number. Uh, 37.5 uh, wins in a 60-game in season uh, is the equivalent of, you know, 101.5 in a 162-game season, and or 101 and a quarter, I guess, in in a 162-game season. So it's, you know, the Dodgers certainly could do it. They have the talent, but it's also asking a lot. It's asking for things to kind of start right and continue right, uh, right through the season. So I'm going to take under 37 and a half, even though I think the Dodgers are uh, the top team in the the National League West. All right, the um, Miami Marlins. They're missing a couple of outfielders, Lewis Brinson and Matt Joyce, uh, open the season on the injured list. Uh, though they have, you know, capable replacements, Harold Ramirez, uh, and Garrett Cooper, uh, should get more consistent playing time uh, with Brinson and Joyce out, uh, at least in the short term. I mean, Cooper might have uh, a regular spot, a DH or a corner outfield, uh, anyway, uh, but. And, and now the Marlins obviously aren't great. Their number's 24 and a half. Uh, I do think their pitching is decent. Uh, you know, Obviously not great. Their number's 24 and a half here. Uh, but do I think that, that that pitching might help them get over 24 and a half? I do. And, and so uh, call it cautious optimism uh, that the Miami Marlins won't be completely terrible. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, the Milwaukee Brewers. They're missing two starters uh, to open the season. Brett Anderson and Eric Lauer. Uh, both on, on the injured list. I mean, who, who would have ever guessed Brett Anderson would not be on the injured list? Um, but, uh, so the rotation spots will be filled by Corbin Burns and, and Freddie Peralta. Probably not ideal, uh, but at the same time, I, I don't have huge expectations uh, for the Brewers. Uh, their number's 31, and I'm going towards the under. Uh, there's I, I just don't uh, see uh, uh, enough in the rotation in particular to to really be sold on, on them being a contender in the, in the National League Central. And at the same time, you know, a, a veteran bat like Ryan Braun, you know, he's been battling aches and pains all through summer camp. And if, if they don't have him, I mean, you, you don't want to overstate the value of Ryan Braun in his mid-30s because it's not like he's the one who, who really drives the bus, but he can be a pretty useful contributor for them. And if he's not available, well, that's another uh, kind of strike against them uh, going into the season. All right, the New York Mets uh, lost Noah Syndergaard to Tommy John surgery. Uh, not not a bad season to to elect to have it, although I, I don't know whether you really get to choose uh, when your UCL pops. But so you know, the Mets should be okay. They're competitive enough. They're missing a couple of relievers going into the season. Brad Brack and Jared Hughes are on the injured list. Uh, I've got the Mets under 32, but I you know if I'm being straight, I, I probably think 32 is a pretty good number. Uh, for the Mets that, yeah, they, they can probably be a winning team. Uh, if things go right, maybe they, they get over that. Uh, but there's, hey, they're the Mets. There's always room for things to go wrong too. Uh, all right. Staying in the, uh, National League East, Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, not, uh, any real injuries to worry about. Uh, Gene Segura is apparently okay after getting hit on the hand uh, earlier in the week. Uh, their number is 32. And I'm pretty much in the same place with the Phillies as I am with the Mets. Uh, I've got them under 32, uh, but I think the number is you know, probably about where it should be. And if things go right for the Phillies, yep, they could go over 32. Uh, and, and probably the most likely scenario is that one of the Mets or Phillies will go over. Uh, but I'm, I'm picking both on the under, uh, I guess being skeptical uh, in both cases just a little bit. Uh, all right, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, closer Keone Kella is on the injured list, uh, leaving them sort of a closer by committee to start the season. Kyle Crick, Richard Rodriguez, Michael Feliz are all possibilities to get saves. Uh, outfielder Gregory Polanco has tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, you know, Polanco hasn't necessarily fulfilled expectations there, but uh, when you look at that Pirates lineup, uh, they could have had some, some hopes that Polanco is going to be a a significant contributor for them. And so uh, Guillermo Heredia uh, could see regular playing time while is out. Uh, the Pirates' number is 25 and a half, which obviously isn't uh, great. Uh, and at the same time, I don't think the Pirates are going to get over it. So I, I'm Pirates under 25 and a half for me. All right. Uh, the San Diego Padres. Uh, they don't have any significant injuries, and I look at them as a, a promising uh, team that, you know, maybe, maybe it's a season too soon. Maybe their, their future is a little bit further down the road. Um, and so their number at 31, uh, I, I'm taking an under there, uh, but it's sort of a, I can see why uh, they would warrant, uh, you know, interest and expectation that they could be a, a winning team this year. Uh, but I, I'm going to slide on the under there uh, for the Padres. Uh then the San Francisco Giants. Um Buster Posey, their veteran catcher, opted out. Uh that leaves them Rob Brantley and Tyler Heineman uh battling for playing time behind the plate. Uh they open the season with the first baseman Brandon Belt and third baseman Evan Longoria uh on the injured list. Uh so that will leave some playing time for Wilmer Flores and Donovan Solano. Um, you know, if you need if you need uh corner infielders in a pinch there in fantasy, uh they could help. Uh, but it's not the most formidable Giant Giants lineup, that's for sure. Uh, their opening day starter will be Johnny Cueto, who missed almost all of last season. Uh, but the the number for the Giants is 25 and a half. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on an over uh, on the Giants. I don't love them, obviously. That, there's not a lot to love, uh, but uh, I also think they uh, might not be completely terrible. And the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, they already had closer Jordan Hicks uh, opt out uh, as he was coming back from uh, elbow surgery. Uh, and so it looked like closer role is going to go to Giovanni Gallegos, uh, but he not, may not be ready for the start of the season. If he's not, uh, you're looking at uh, Hyun Kim or Ryan Helsley as a couple of options uh, to close for uh, the Cardinals. Cardinals you know, could be contenders, could battle... Um, in the uh, National League Central, at the same time, the number's 32.5, and, a half, and I'm, I'm leaning under. You know, I'm not planting my flag way under, but tilting in that direction. Uh, and then, last season's World Series champions, the Washington Nationals, had some players opt out. Catcher Wellington Castillo, uh, veteran first baseman Ryan Zimmerman, and uh, starting pitcher Joe Ross all opting out. They've got Yan Gomes and Kurt Suzuki uh, able to handle the catching duties. Uh, Howie Kendrick, the veteran, will probably benefit uh, by Zimmerman's decision. Just it, it leaves more more at bats available for uh, Kendrick, and uh, it looks like Austin Voth uh, will take the fifth starter's job uh, that could that Ross might have had a shot at uh, for the Nationals. Uh, the number for the Nats is 34, and oh, I'm I'm inclined to go over. I, I think the Nationals still have uh, a really strong team. Obviously, losing Rendon as a free agent. Uh, doesn't help matters Uh, but I think that the Nats uh, are still the best team in the National League East and they they can find their way to 35 wins this season so that there goes our trip around Major League Baseball Uh, looking at overs and unders uh, a few injury notes uh, along the way and look tomorrow we're going to have baseball and uh, I will be back to to talk Yankees and Nationals uh, and Giants and Dodgers, and let's hope, keep our fingers crossed, that uh, the season continues on uh, from there. So uh, send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send me an email, direct it to baseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked on Fantasy Baseball. Now, tell your smart device, play the most recent episode, of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for fantasy news and analysis.